to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God or the in purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonzuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on relationships, since that's what I majorly focus on. And I'm really glad you are able to join us today to discuss another important topic on relationships. And so our topic for today is God has already written your love story. And we're discussing this topic because there seems to be a lot of different arguments about if there is one special person for me to marry or the opposite of that, meaning there is more than one person that I can marry, which kind of trumps the idea of there being only one person. Okay, so I really want us to discuss this topic firstly because the Holy Spirit wants me to and also because it is a very important topic for singles hoping to be married one day and maybe wondering who this person is that they will end up marrying because that will ultimately help their decision to marry someone. So it is important. I have heard arguments from people to support the notion of there not being a one, and I was able to sum it up into three major reasons why they say so. Okay, so I've heard people say, number one, it is your choice. Because your argument is that there can't be only one person to get married to, because if there was, then God will take away your right to choose. So now that's one argument that I've heard. Number two, I've named it finders keepers, and that's And what they mean by that is, from what I've come to understand, is they've taken their argument from Proverbs 18.22, which says, He who finds a wife has found a good thing and has obtained favor from the Lord. Meaning that as long as a man finds me as a woman and I choose to go with him, then that is the person I am meant to marry. Okay, and that's the second argument I've heard. And lastly, number three, I've also heard people Mostly guys say you have to test the waters to find the right person, okay? Meaning that some guys say they have to date multiple ladies either at different times or at the same time because they are trying to decide. And true story, I actually dated a guy once that I thought was the person for me. Well, he didn't want to commit and at the same time, didn't want to let me go, which was very confusing to me at the time. But then I found out that he wanted to test the waters and he probably was at that time. Only God knows. Okay. But as soon as I realized what he was doing, I told him he could keep testing his waters. Okay. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. I didn't have time for that. So for the for, for that one, I know now why it could not have worked out. He wasn't a person I was meant to marry, even if he had not tested the waters, okay? He just wasn't the one for me. And for me, I truly believe there is only one one person chosen by God for you to marry. And I'm really not here to give my opinion and earn my place in the argument scene. But I really truly believe that there is only one person because the Holy Spirit showed me so in the word of God. And that's why the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you today what he has revealed to me. 
All the arguments I provided above are actually good arguments, good to the people making them. But just because they may seem like good arguments doesn't make them right. It doesn't make them truths obtained from the word of God. So what does the word of God say about there being one person or multiple people? The word of God addresses the three arguments presented to you. And I also want to provide you with three points from the word of God to show you that there is one person for you. In Genesis 2 verse 18 to 23, it says, The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. Verse 20. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Verse 21, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. And lastly, verse 23, the man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. And so my first point is, there is one person for you and that is God's choice for you. Since God has already written your love story, he has to choose for you because that is the one person for you. We can see from the verses read that there is one person God has chosen for you to get married to. It says there in verse 18 that God realized Adam's pain point. He was alone, not lonely because he had God, but Adam was alone. And in order to solve that problem in verse 18, God said, I will make a helper suitable for him. Now I want to put emphasis on the word make there in verse 18. Can you see there that God had to make one, not several. He made one person that was suitable for Adam because God had already presented Adam with a lot of different options. The animals, so many beautiful animals, different shapes and sizes in their beautiful array. God presented them to Adam. But why? Because God wanted to see what Adam would name them. Meaning God wanted to see if Adam would name any one of the animals as the suitable choice for him. So God allowed him to choose for himself first. But in the end, Adam was like, I couldn't find anyone suitable for me, God. There was no one. And so God had to put Adam to sleep. And you know the rest of the story. 
But I want to draw your attention to the fact that even though there were lots of choices, God's original intention when he said it was not good for man to be alone was that he intended to make a suitable helper for Adam, not just any helper. You know, God is an intentional God. So the person had to be suitable because that was the plan he had set up in order to solve Adam's problem of being alone. God's plan was to make someone suitable, not just anybody. And this point takes me back to the first argument where most people seem to make about there being so many people for you to choose from. God has clearly shown through his word that there is a woman created specifically to suit a man. Yes, you can choose, however. And God also gave Adam a choice to see if he would choose himself or if he will allow God choose for him. But see, the thing is, it wasn't Adam. (laughs) It wasn't me. And it surely wasn't you that said it is not good for a man to be alone. (laughs) No, God said it. Oh, I think I have to take that one again because body just did sweep me as I did talk out, meaning it sounded and felt too good, like the word hit the spot, (laughs) okay? That's some pidgin English 101 for you right there, okay? But anyways, moving along. So yes, yes, you can choose whoever you have free will, right? You have the free will to, to the free will to and the right to choose. You can choose whoever. So if you see back there in the scripture, God gave Adam a choice to see if he would choose himself or if he will allow God choose for him in order to execute his predestined plan of making a suitable helper for Adam. And again, it wasn't me or you that said it is not good for a man to be alone. No, God said it. And when God sees a need, he steps in to provide. Jeremiah 32, 27 says, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is there anything too hard for me? No. So God doesn't need our help to provide or create the need that he saw and brought to our attention. And likewise, God doesn't need your help to find a suitable helper, which is your wife, as a man. And as a woman, God doesn't need your help to make you suitable for a man. So for God to say it is not good for John to be alone, it is not good for Charles to be alone, it is not good for Owen to be alone, it is not good for Eruwu to be alone, it is not good for you, insert your name there as a guy, to be alone, then he has made someone suitable for John, Charles, Owen, Eruwu, for you and the millions of other men out there waiting to get married. And you as a woman, God has made you suitable for a man, not every man. You can marry any man, yes, but just choosing and agreeing to marry any man doesn't equate that man to the person God created you for. You see, in life, we make decisions every day and good decision making is actually a skill that shows signs of maturity, right? And most people learn to make better or good decisions based on the mistakes they made in the past, which probably resulted from making a wrong decision, right? 
That's life. But somehow, some of us do not apply the side of life when it comes to deciding on who to marry. Like it is impossible to marry wrong. Like there is no such thing. You can look up on the internet or look up um, what is happening today. You will see a lot of divorces which God is unhappy about and the divorce people will tell you that they married wrong and they are off to try the next best person that they feel they are compatible with. Because there is more than one compatible person for them, right? Right. And I know some of you expected me to say wrong, but you, but you will understand why I did not say wrong, even though I am saying there is one. But you'll understand better when I make the second point. So according to the word of God, you don't have to choose 10 times or multiple times before you find the one. And so the issue is you choose wrong when you choose for yourself. And the truth is you choose right when you choose to accept God's choice for you. That is the one. Now, let me deviate for a few seconds here and speak to anyone who is listening that is married and feels they married wrong and may want to seek a divorce. See, God gave Adam a choice and Adam allowed God to choose for him. But if Adam had chosen for himself from the animals, from the crowd, from the multitude of ladies he was compatible with, God would have honored his choice. And God expects us, he expects you to be responsible for your choices, whether you chose right or wrong. And that's the sole reason God gave you a choice. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 28 that we know that God walks all things for the good of those who love him, those who have been called according to his purpose. So even if you feel you may have married wrong, before you go off and make another wrong choice like divorce, just talk to God. He is God and his word has reminded you today in Romans 8.28 that he can and still will work it out for your good only if you let him. Okay, so now going back to the message, I'm moving on to my second point. And my second takeaway point for you today is suitability over compatibility. Okay, suitability over compatibility. So for my single ladies and guys, God has already written your love story with the person who is suitable for you, not the one who is compatible for you. Okay, I'll take that one again. God has already written your love story with the person who is suitable for you, not the one who is compatible for you. Because when it comes to marriage, it is not a matter of who is compatible for you. It is a matter of who is suitable for you because that was God, God's overall plan for Adam when he said it is not good for man to be alone. Compatibility is an issue that results from us, human beings, looking for who to marry on our own because we feel there are many compatible options and that is true. There are many compatible people for you, but God has already created one suitable woman for you as a guy. So when you choose for yourself, you choose compatibility. 
But when you surrender your will to God and you allow him choose for you, he presents you with the one he created to be suitable for you as a guy and the one he made you suitable for as a woman. The one he already wrote your love story with. And that story can only play out the way God has written it. If only you allow God have his way to execute his plan, not only for your life, but also for your marriage. Isn't it funny how we quote or how we can quote from the scripture? And of course, very confidently when we do so, that God has a plan and purpose for my life, for your life. But somehow, some of us don't also understand that the plan God has for us also includes our marriage. You see, marriage or getting married is not a guessing game, nor is it a game of hide and seek or finders keepers. If God created you and created you for a purpose, why then will he leave the spot for a spouse in your purposeful life empty? Why will he give you a purpose and not choose a spouse for you to walk with you in that purpose? God didn't give you any purpose. He gave you a specific purpose. He was intentional about you. And so likewise, God will be intentional about the spouse he has for you to walk that journey. You can definitely, most definitely give yourself a purpose for your life. But just because you can doesn't change your purpose into the purpose God has already planned for you. Likewise, you can't just choose a spouse based on your own understanding because you feel you're compatible and expect God to endorse that spouse for you and tell you that you've chosen right. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6 that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Meaning in all your ways, not some, in all, including your choice of a partner for marriage, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Meaning, don't go looking for a spouse to choose to marry and then after choosing, bring it to God and say, here God, this is the one I want. Now, please endorse it. No, the scripture says, in all your ways, acknowledge him first. But most people seem to choose compatibility first before acknowledging God and then say they have chosen right. No, the only way to choose right is if You allow God choose for you because God chooses the one he made to be suitable for you as a guy and God has already made you suitable for a man if you are a woman. I want to share Ephesians 1 verse 11 with you. It says, in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So yes, you've probably heard on this platform or elsewhere that God created you for a purpose. But I also want to let you know today that the purpose God has for you also includes the marriage God already predestined according to the overall plan he has for you. 
to work out everything, including that marriage he has prepared for you, which will conform, comply, or align with the purpose of his will. I really want to break this verse down for you so you can really see that God has already written your love story. The verse there in Ephesians 1 verse 11 uses four major words, which are predestined, plan, purpose, and conformity. And I want us to understand what these words mean. So I looked up these words to understand the meaning better and to also share them with you. Now, predestined means to determine in advance. A plan means to have a list of steps with details of timing and resources used to achieve an objective to do something. A purpose means the reason for which something is done or created for or for which something exists. And lastly, conformity, which means to comply or align. So you've been chosen in advance for a reason, for a purpose, and that's the reason why you exist. And there's God's plan, which is a list of steps with details of timing and resources which God uses to achieve your purpose, to get you to the destination God has already predestined for you before time, all for an expected end. There is a plan and that plan is like a script that God has already written for your life's purpose and also for the purpose for your marriage. He carefully selected the actors to play mom, dad, siblings, teacher, uncle, all the way down to your spouse, of which he spent a little time there to specially create you as a woman to be the suitable man for that one, sorry, to be the suitable woman for that one man. And as a lady, God has your husband's name written in that script. And also as a guy, God has your wife's name written in that script as well. But how would you know who your spouse would be if you don't ask the one who wrote the script? God already wrote the story, your life story, which also includes your love story. And that is why he knows, because he has the script in his hands. And you should be asking him, what part of that script? What part of the movie are we at right now? What actor, character, my husband, did you create me to be suitable for as a woman? Because that man will have a name and he will be the one God wrote down as your husband in his script. See here, God has already written your love story because he is the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And that's from Revelations 22 verse 13. So God knows the end from the beginning. Why? Because he has already written the story. He has already been there. He's already seen how things play out. As human beings, a lot of us tend to watch a lot of movies. We are so excited when a new movie comes out and most excited if you are anticipating the movie to be very good. And we can't wait to watch that movie and see how it ends, right? But guess what? The producer or screenwriter knows how that movie will end even before you get into the theater. 
And hence, we can say that producer knows the end of the movie from the beginning. A movie producer or screenwriter knows the ending of a movie before we, the consumers or fans, watch the movie. So in that case, we can definitely say the producer knows the end of that movie from the beginning. The producer knows the end of that movie before the movie even starts. And likewise with God, he knows the end of your life from the beginning because he already wrote the story out a long time ago. Also, there are so many excellent actors that can be chosen to play a role. But the producer chooses the best person, right? The best person suitable for the role. The suitable person who can deliver and bring the character to life. And even some movies have flopped, if you think about it. Some of them have flopped because the producer did not choose the best character for a role that left fans unhappy. And they weren't feeling the movie for that reason. And perhaps such a movie would not perform well in the box office. So sis, bro, God has already written your love story. All the players and actors, etc., have already been chosen by God. The best actors have been pre-selected because God knows the overall plan. But even though God has already written your beautiful love story, the manifestation of that beautiful love story is up to you and the decisions you make. Which brings me to my third point for today, which is having a relationship with God. This point is very important because some of us are just going through life without asking God who the person he chose to be in this part of the story, this part of your life where you have to choose someone to get married to and stay married. Some of us don't ask the producer and screenwriter of our lives, God, who that person would be. Please understand that having a relationship with God leads you to the love story God has already written for you. And please note that I did not say being a Christian alone. You also must have a relationship with God. It can't happen any other way. If you don't go through Jesus to access this amazing plan God has for you, you can't get through to the beautiful love story God has already written for you before you were even born. Because John 14 verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is Jesus. Eve was introduced to Adam in his purpose. And because he had an intentional relationship with God. If you are a single guy, a single man, I want to reveal a secret to you from the word of God, which is the reason why you are confused as to who you should marry. The reason why you feel the choices are too many. And the reason why you feel the traits, that is specific qualities that you need in a, in, in a woman, in a wife, are spread out among many women, which make you want to test the waters is this. The reason for all that confusion is this. You are awake. Yes, you are awake and doing bad all by yourself and according to your own will. God wants to put you to sleep 
just like he did with Adam in Genesis 2 verse 21, so that he can bring you the woman who he made specifically to be suitable for you. That is your wife. That beautiful woman that was specially handcrafted by God for all of you, Mr. Man. And God is also trying to use this message to tell you enough of the confusion. God says, go to sleep. He wants you to live a life of of surrender by walking with him and surrender your will to him. All the qualities you are looking for as a guy, as a man, they are coming from the desires of your heart. And because you are searching on your own and by yourself, you are finding all those desires and qualities spread out among many women as it was with Adam and the animals in Genesis 2 verse 19 and 20. But that did not mean no compatible woman was available. There were too many compatible women in the multitude of women presented to Adam as signified by the animals in Genesis 2. Too many compatible women, but not one was suitable. But God has beautifully packaged all of those qualities into one woman for you. The suitable choice for you, the one that was taken out of your desires. Because God already, since the beginning, said by himself that he knows, he knows that it is not good for you as a man to be alone. So go to sleep in the presence of God, hands off of everything and give God total control by having a relationship with God and learning to trust him. Ladies, as you wait to be found, understand that God has beautifully packaged inside of your beautiful self all of the specific qualities your husband wants and his desires as well inside of you. You were created a suitable help meet. God took his time to say, oh, Sarah, oh, Jessica, oh, EJ, you have been beautifully and suitably crafted out of the man I created you for God is saying to you today. He is going to love you, cherish you, and you are going to live a life of purpose, a happy life, a joyful life. My purpose, that is God's purpose. A purposeful life with a purposeful marriage that has been written according to the beautiful script God wrote long ago for your life, before you were even born. But the truth is you cannot gain access to any of the beautiful things God has planned for you in his script if you are living out your own script and the story you may want to write or may have written for yourself without knowing the end. You can't experience the beauty from God's script if you do not walk with God. This is why whenever I get the chance to, I always like to say that walking with God is the entryway into your life's purpose, which includes the purpose for your life, your career, your business, and even your marriage. Oh, you better believe God did not forget that part. God has already written your love story. From the beginning, God created a model for marriages with Adam and Eve, not just for it to be a cute story in the Bible, no. And that same model is similar to the one God wants to use in giving you the one person you will walk life with in marriage. 
So you've been chosen in, in advance. There is a script that God has written for your life's purpose and also for the purpose for your marriage. He carefully selected the actors to play mom, dad, siblings, teacher, uncle, all the way down to your spouse, of which he spent a little, a little time, a, a little extra time um, to specially create you as a woman, to be the suitable woman for that one man. As a lady, God has your husband's name written in that script. And as a guy, God has your wife's name written in that script as well. But how would you know if you don't ask the one who wrote that script? 1 Corinthians 14 verse 33 says, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So surely God did not create you to be confused. He did not create the idea of marriage to confuse you so you can struggle to get married. No way. I pray that in your single season, you learn to walk with God so he can show you the beautiful plan he has for you, your life and your marriage. I pray that you would trust God enough to believe that he has a beautiful love story already written out for you. I pray that you would learn to live a life fully surrendered to God so he can keep playing your life according to the script. To the script. He already prepared for you and he wants you to experience the love story he has already written for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you would like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram and also Facebook at, and sorry, the handle is at Walking in Purpose Podcast, at Walking in Purpose Podcast. And also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I will see you next week.